You're listening to another episode of the Coaster 101 podcast, and let me be the first to welcome you, theme park enthusiast audience, to IAPA Week. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a shorter show this week. We've actually got a number of what we're calling mini episodes that we'll be dropping throughout the week. Uh, we talked to Extreme Engineering and Zamperla and Give Kids the World and Falcons Creative Group and, you know, maybe a couple other ones, maybe a couple of surprises in there, but be out on the lookout for those throughout the week in your podcast feed. Um, a lot of good stuff coming down the pipeline from those people. But I am joined this week on the podcast by Shane Joseph. He's our Coast 101 writer, and Shane will actually be attending his first IAPA. Uh, we were given press access for Friday. He will be down there and, uh, you know, seeing the sites, talking, you know, talking to vendors, seeing the sites, becoming generally overwhelmed. But Shane, let's let's welcome you in. How are you? How's it going? Uh, I am doing good. A little nervous about uh, my first IAPA, a little pre-overwhelmed, I guess, uh, but overall excited. Yeah, I have. Uh, I've been to IAPA twice. Uh, I went in 2017 for the first time, and then took 2018 off, and then took or went visited again in 2019. And I can go ahead and just tell you from a a press perspective, and it's going to be a different year this year. Obviously, we're there on Friday, uh, which is the day we got press access. So it's a lot of the announcements will have been made by that time. I know when I went in 2017, I missed the first day, which was kind of like the heavy announcement day, but you're going to walk into the Orange County Convention Center. I'm just, I'm speculating here, but this is exactly how I felt. You're going to get onto that show floor and the lights and sounds and operating rides inside of Convention Center and the miles of aisles that are in this building, you're going to feel overwhelmed and that's okay. Yeah, I I think it's just going to be like, um, it's basically... Willy Wonka chocolate factory for amusement parks. And although that is extremely exciting, uh, there is a lot to see for one day. So uh, I'm trying to uh, make the most of it. So that's why we're having this conversation today to kind of talk about what I should expect, or if anyone's going for their first time, what they should expect some of the highlights and all that good stuff. Right. And by no means am I an encyclopedia. I know the, uh, the guys over at attraction pros, They've written a really good article we'll link to in the show notes. If you're going to IAPA for the first time, what can you expect? Um, Shane, what do you want to know? And I will uh, do my absolute best to explain it to you. So kind of like what you were just saying, I want to know what I should do. Like from the second that those doors open and I walk into that convention center floor, what should I do first? The very first thing that I do. Let me back it up. I'm going to go to your your hotel room Friday morning. Okay. You're going to want to wear comfortable shoes. Like if you're if Good. you're dressed, yep. you're going to be walking. You're there are, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of square feet of booths and to see it all in one day, it's a monumental monumental task. And you know what? You're you have no better man for the job. Get a show guide. They've got a list of your map. I think they've got a map on an app on the iPhone or the website or whatever. Try to orient yourself in the building beforehand. There's four entrances down to the show floor and there's, it's kind of divided in a unique way. There's like in the past, it's been, you know, the bigger ride manufacturers. If you kind of look at quadrants, um, 
SBF Visa always has a pr- fairly large display. I know Triotech has announced they've had their biggest display ever at IAPA this year. Um, but one quadrant is kind of like inflatables. So like IAPA is more than just roller coasters, obviously. It's the entire entertainment industry. Everything from food to rides to dark ride experiences to parts for rides to things for family entertainment centers to arcade games to inflatable blow up inflatable games to prizes to anything you can think that's even tangentially related to the industry will be at this show. So yep. when you walk not, down- not that it's, you know, but not overwhelming, though. Just everything in the industry will be there. That's it. <laughs> Under one roof. And um, again, I haven't seen a layout. I know in 2017, they had a auxiliary parking lot with some rides and some other experiences. And then when I went in 19, they had even a, a separate booth with like overflow exhibitors, like showcasing their wares. And I mean, there were people in there. It's like indoor curling has a, uh, has wow. a, all right. Has a I'm gonna have to try that. Like, like mobile curling, you know, been to their booth before. It's really cool. I met a, um, an Olympic gold medalist in curling in 2019 wow. okay. got, to, got to hold a gold medal. That was really cool. Whoa. But I, you know, since you're going for the first time, it helps to have a plan. It helps to be like, Hey, we're, these are the people you're going to talk to. And I'll talk to you after the fact of like, Hey, go say hello to Adam Sandy at Zamperla or Phil Wilson at extreme engineering. Um, fortunately, and I learned this, the difficult, hard way i don't maybe the easy way actually people in the industry are actually familiar with coaster 101 believe it or not that's good to know yeah so if you've got your your coaster 101 shirt on i mean we'll have the classic blue polo wonderful they're gonna you're gonna go up to the booth and they're like you're not andrew and it's gonna be that's (laughs) that's fine i'm shane i'm i'm better than him in some aspects of life but yeah it's just there's so much to see so much to do um, the arc, there's an arcade game section where everything is set to free play because Ooh, all of well, these, it's going to be tough these, not to be there the whole day. Well, hopefully you're not, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but you know, these FECs and arcades, they need the latest and greatest in, uh, ticket redemption games and the coin pushers and, you know, all this other stuff. It's so, so well done and it's so much fun. And again, you're there on you're out there on business. It is actually an industry trade show and they do let the press cover it, which is nice, but you will see so many cool and unique things. And again, once you get in there, you're going to get down on the show floor and your eyes are going to get as big as like full size dinner plates. And you're like, Holy hell, what did I get myself into? <laughs> but you, you will, uh, you'll get used to it. My one piece of advice, especially with only one day, and this is going to sound really counterproductive to how you're going to need to survive. Don't plan on eating lunch. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. There there are vendors on the floor who are sampling. Uh, Shout out to Beaver Tails. I don't know if they listen to Yeah, I can't wait. Cannot wait to try those. The line will be around the the booth, around the block, as it were, for Beaver Tails. you know, there's dip and dot samples. There's mini melts, which depending on who you ask is like the lower quality dip and dots. But I honestly like mini melts better than yeah, dip I was going to say, I think they're about equal. Yeah. So they're good. You know, in the past, they've got the mini donut guy or the frozen lemonade. And, you know, if you can, 
again, you're there to sample and it's meant as a trade show. I'm not saying, you know, the goal there is to go be like you're at Costco and stock up on free samples, (laughs) but the opportunity certainly is there. Um, that is, that is one thing that I will say as press, you know, I'd learned my lesson the first year I stopped in the middle and I had lunch at one of the food court places in the uh, convention center. It was good. Um, but you know, when I went, in 2019, I was there on the first day, and the press schedule was so hectic. You were going from booth to booth to booth, and I know that process this year has changed with COVID restrictions. I know all the announcements are being made in one booth, but there wasn't time unless you skipped a press announcement that you didn't want to cover. I mean, but I remember in 19, I went from RMC's booth where they unveiled the Iron Gwazi train to the the Mauer booth where they unveiled the spike coaster for the carnival cruise. And then from there it was like premier rides and great coasters international revealing all of these ride trains. And that's something you just, you're going to want to see is all of these, you know, if a company is unveiling a new roller coaster next year, they might have the lead car. Um, right. I know B and M had the Orion lead car in 2019. Can and you go? Can you sit in the lead car, or, or is uh, it just for a display? It's just for display. It's ah, just okay. Okay. So you'll you'll get your chance, Shane. That's the, yeah, the yeah. beauty of <laughs> being a coaster enthusiast. Is one day you know this thing on the show floor. It's it's a it's a display piece, kind of a carrot yep. to get people into the booth. Um, but it's really cool to see him kind of up close and personal and. It, you gotta tr- you gotta try to keep it professional. You can't like go up to the RMC booth and like give Alan Shoki a hug because you don't know <laughs> you don't you don't know Alan Shoki like that. But I don't uh, know him. But you know, well here's here's a question about professionalism. Yeah, can I go down the inflatable slide? Um. <laughs> this this would be a question for the inflatable slide salespeople. <laughs> um. I will say that there are opportunities to test certain attractions in the booth. I, like I mentioned earlier, SBF visa as a, yeah, I was going to say pro- what, what have been your favorite things you've gotten to try in the past? Um, SBF visa always, I tried the, the hamster wheel coaster that was on the show floor in 2019. And that ended up at uh, Craig's cruisers up in Michigan. So, you know, if you're a die hard credit counter, the, um, the SBF coaster that's on the show floor, will make its way to coaster count and you can count it as a ridden okay. coaster. Yep. Um, you know, I've seen indoor drop towers. I didn't really do that because sometimes I don't fit in indoor drop towers, but there's the coaster, you know, there are coasters on the floor. If you go outside, there are um, different, you know, there's ax throwing, there's all sorts of different things. Like just if they want you to demo it, you'll see other people demoing it and it will be a, uh, right. You know, it'll be a good time. And again, as someone who just kind of geeks out on, over the industry, it's it is really good to see kind of how the industry is going to come back post COVID. I'm sure there are. Yeah. And again, it, the key here it's professionalism. You don't treat it like Costco. You don't go up to the booth and say, hey, let me have all of these free pens and <laughs> hats. And, you know, sometimes there will be giveaway items and things like that, but you don't want to you don't go around collecting like you're trick or treating. It's just, right, right. You know, it's a, uh, it's a fun time. It's a blast. You're going to, again, you're going to walk a lot. You're prepared yep. to walk six or seven miles, even in your limited time on the oh, floor. Great. So. And uh, oh, two full days of theme parks before that. So I'm going to be doing great <laughs> the oh, day <yeah>. after, <laughs> but 
Yeah, just anything in the industry is at IAPA. And so speaking of which, I was going to ask, is there a booth there that maybe isn't one of the mainstream ones or isn't something you would think of, but that you thought that it's a really great thing to check out and not to miss? Yeah, I think it's um, one thing that I will always say, and this is not just because uh, you know, Give Kids the World is a good, you know, a favorite charity of ours. Give Kids the World does have a booth at IAPA and they exhibit there, but there are also a lot of charitable events that go on around the expo for uh, that benefit Give Kids the World. I know there's a golf tournament, and there's a 5K race, and the guy from Ripley's, believe it or not, I think you got that email. His like yep. sha- shaving his beard to add to the world's largest hairball. There's stuff like that. There is a a little bit younger than I am. I know there's an IAPA Young Professionals group, and I'm sure you know you could network there as kind of a recent grad, and yeah, that would be, be really great. cool. Um, outside of like the big players in the industry, you see there are all of these kind of support agencies, and I, I use the example of our buddies at. Um, Devin Olson Media. The last couple of years I went, they had a booth. I don't know if they're exhibiting this year or not. But, you know, those guys, they advertise their marketing services and their video services for parks. And, you know, they have a lot of really good meetings. But any anything here, like you'll see some really cool stuff. Like 2019 was pre-Squishmallow craze. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I saw a Fury 325 Squishmallow at the – IAPA Expo in 2019. I was like, what is this? Is this going to yep. be some kind of weird prize for Carolyn's? Then when we were at Karen's over the summer, people were buying them, buying them all over the place. Yep. Yep. They're on eBay as we speak. I looked last night. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's wild for sure. But yeah, I just, again, go in there, try to center yourself, just be one, one with IAPA and one <laughs> with, uh, one with the show floor. Don't have any expectations for your first year. Just go in there. Um, we've we've again we've recorded some interviews in advance with some people that you're going to hear throughout the week on our podcast. And but the stories that come out of IAPA, obviously there is a, a big announcement coming from Ride Entertainment and Gerslauer. Uh, Sally Dark Rides has also announced. You know they're going to make multiple announcements. One of them appears to be some sort of pirate themed attraction going into a park in or attraction in California. I don't know exactly what it is, but the, the beauty of IAPA is by Tuesday or Wednesday, when all these things are announced, it's kind of, it breathes signs of, you know, new life into the industry, which yeah, that's what I'm most looking forward to fans of the industry who cover the industry. It's just so exciting to see all of these new developments and new attractions and new ride models and things like that. Even something like the guys from skyline attractions who we had on the podcast a couple weeks ago, they're really excited. I'm really excited for their new Paschetti bowl coaster. And they're going to have skip, scale models of that in their booth. They're going to have scale models of their um, new sky warp models. I mean, the models that this thing are impressive. I mean, this is where we first saw the uh, GCI Titan track uh, for the first time was, was a model at IAPA. It's just the things you'll see and that you'll pick up on are really, really cool. And it's again, I'm jealous of you getting to go. I just, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a good time. And I wish, yeah, like I've been to trade shows before, you know, we, I work in the golf industry and the, the PGA merchandise show is in Orlando every year in January. And I've been, and it's just overwhelming, but with the, for lack of a better term, the bells and whistles 
and the bright lights of everything in the amusement industry. It's such a fun experience. And I know you're only going to be down there for one day, but it's all about the connections you make. And, you know, you start seeing the same people year after year and connections I made at IAPA have, you know, been a catalyst for um, interviews for our show, for the podcast, uh, for the website, all stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's stuff like that. You see the same people year after year. And if you can become good friends with them, good things happen for you. It's media and a podcast for sure. Yes. Yep. So that's, I mean, that's really, that's how we got these interviews in advance. You know, we, we've got a reputation that we're not going to leak the news in advance. We're just going to record. We're going to talk about it. We're going to do our best to extend the marketing efforts of these companies. And some of the smaller companies, they really appreciate that because otherwise, you know, if they debut something, it's like if a tree falls in a forest, if a company makes an announcement and nobody's there to cover it, or put it out into the world. Did it really make a difference or make a sound? Right, right. So it's a, uh, it's a good time. Obviously you're going to be down in Orlando for a couple of days. You've got some spending some time at SeaWorld yep. and islands of adventure, which is going to be a blast. I'm not, but, not, not islands, not this oh, time. Okay. No, so I'm nope. going to SeaWorld. I'm going to, uh, icon park with the Orlando eye. Yeah. Uh, and then I will be at, um, I'm, I almost said Galaxy's Edge. That is where I'm going to be a majority of the day, but I'll be at Hollywood Studios uh, the day before IAPA. Gotcha. So yeah, it's going to be a uh, it'll be a good time. Um, I mean, Icon Park is great. Just walking around that at night is yeah. Really I'm so cool. excited because we're going to go to uh, Icon Park at night and then uh, dinner at Disney Springs after. So I'm nice. excited for that. You're going to ride the, uh, the the world's tallest sky screamer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I, I probably will. It's a good time. It's uh, yep. terrifying, but it's a yeah. really good well, time. Well, I've written, I've written the one we have at Six Flags New England, as I think it was the tallest. This one, I think, is about five feet taller. So I've had a similar uh, experience before. Uh, still, I'm very excited. Good deal. Any other questions you've got for me in regards to IAPA? Um, I don't think so. I think that pretty much covered it. Uh, I'm excited to put out all the info, make sure you're following us, uh, at coaster one one on social media. I'm going to be doing some, uh, I'm sure live videos, but also doing some, uh, videos and pictures and vlogs and everything that I can do. I'm going to be using so much, so much content, uh, that day. So keep an eye out for that. Yep. So if you're not following us at this point, after 70 plus episodes of our podcast on social media, you need to do so. We're at Coaster 101 everywhere you can consume the platform. Um, and again, throughout the week, we're going to have some really good behind the scenes interviews with Extreme Engineering, which will come out later today. Uh, we'll have Zamperla. Um, and then throughout the week, we'll have Give Kids the World, Falcons Creative Group. And we're going to, we're working on a couple more right now. We're recording this in advance. And the, uh, the week before a trade show is, uh, as you can imagine, not the easiest, least busy time of a year for a lot of these companies who are, you know, trying to ensure that they have their communication plan in order and all this good stuff. So, you know, we're thrilled to be attending IAPA. Um, I personally am not as thrilled that I can't make it this year, but I will be back once again in 2022. Next year, next year. Well, yes, we'll, everybody should go from the team. That's if they'll let us, we'll have to, we'll have to do it. I mean, we're, we'll yeah. just, you know, even if it's like three or four of us, I think we could yeah. we could cover a lot of ground, get a lot of good content, and uh, like I said, extend the the marketing efforts. And again, this is an event 
for the industry. So it's for companies to sell their products to parks and operators and things like that. But to kind of get that, the news out to the greater general public, not used in a negative sense because we don't do that here. But, you know, the, the general theme park news following population. I mean, there was one, I remember when I went in 2017, I think that was the year I just, I picked up a press release in the press room uh, that SNS had acquired the like arrow steeplechase and was going to attempt to bring that back. And we haven't seen it, but it was just like, I put that right before the show opened. I fired up my laptop. I just typed up the press release and put it out there and you know, it did gangbusters. It was, it was yeah. really good. So people are excited to see the news and, you know, fortunately uh, when you get down there, a lot of the news will have already uh, hit the site, but we will, uh, yeah. we'll have it covered on coaster com and our social media. So be sure you're again, Follow Coaster 101, Coaster101.com, anything relevant coming out of there, including that new Gerslauer Infinity Coaster and where that's going, where this new Sally Dark Ride is going. Just head to the website. We will have we will have the news for you, maybe not as it breaks, but in a timely manner. And pretty, the- yeah, pretty soon after. Absolutely. Um, so stay tuned. Keep an eye on your podcast feed for those behind the scenes kind of mini episodes and interviews this week. But for that, I'm Andrew. That's Shane, who will be at IAP, and I won't be. Bummer on my part. But thanks for listening, and we will talk to you all again soon. See ya. Bye, everybody.